Welcome to another episode of Yahweh in His Own Words. One of the things that I often hear people talk about, people who aren't, let's say, brought up in a protestant, charismatic setting, is they always wonder about when the Holy Spirit moves in power and, you know, people are falling and screaming and speaking in tongues and it makes like I said for those who weren't brought up in a charismatic protestant setting and are not of that culture they kind of feel very uncomfortable with that and it's one of the things I imagine that makes people a bit standoffish when you talk about the Holy Spirit and people are a bit more comfortable with an academic presentation of Christianity. But when we consider that the Holy Spirit is a revelation of Yahweh himself, it's a revelation of God himself, then we kind of have to ask the question, what is happening in this space and why is happening in this space one of the things that we find about God Father and Son so Jesus reveals to us who the Father is and Yahweh even in his journey with his people one of the things that we always see in Yahweh is that he's a God who wants to dwell among his people Right at the beginning when he was leading people in the wilderness with Moses, he said to Moses in Exodus 25 verse 8 that he wanted Moses to build a sanctuary amongst the people of Israel so that he can come and dwell amongst them. Yahweh has always been a God who says, I want to come and dwell among my people. He's not a God who is wants to be distant, who wants to be away from his children. He wants to be a God who is right there amongst us. And the thing about Yahweh as well is that his presence is not an empty presence. So I think one of the mistakes that we've made is that we have sort of proclaimed an empty presence of God. You know, God is, yeah, God is with you, but God is not going to get involved. It's kind of what we unintentionally proclaim, but that is not the gospel. And that is not what scripture reveals about God. Yes, God is with you. The scripture doesn't reveal a God who is with us but doesn't get involved in our pain and in our sickness and in our hardship and in our lack and in our needs. He proclaims a God who is a real presence with us. Not an empty presence, a real presence. We see it in the lives of the people of Israel. As they journeyed in the wilderness and Yahweh had said to Moses, I want to come and dwell with my people. And so what does he do? When they are hungry and without food, he feeds them manna from heaven it brings them meat quails from the sea he feeds them 
He journeys with them. He protects them. There's a cloud of fire that guides them by night and, and a cloud during the day. When God makes his presence known to Abraham, he's constantly with him. They're journeying together. They're having conversations. They're having chats. He's with Abraham. It's not an empty presence. It's a real presence. And we see the same in the life of Jesus. Again, a real presence. In Jesus, we see someone who is who is not just physically present with the people, but he is actively involved. Where he's where there are sicknesses, he deals with it. Where there is oppression, he gets involved. Even where there is hunger, he provides miraculously to feed the 5,000, to feed the 4,000. You know, he asks questions when the man, when he comes down from the mountain and meets the man whose son has been oppressed by his by demons, he asks the question, he's like, you know, how long has he been this way? How long has this been happening? Jesus reflects to us a God, the same God who is actively involved. He's a real presence. It's not just that he's here. But he gets involved. He's interested. He's invested in his people. It is no wonder that God declares to his people repeatedly, do not be afraid. I am with you. That he says, the reason we shouldn't be afraid is because he's present with us. Because it's not an empty presence. It's a real presence. It's a God who gets involved. You see, we sometimes think that God does not want to be seen. He's a God who doesn't want to be seen. He's a God who doesn't want to be heard. He's a God who wants to stay hidden. But again, this is not what the scriptures show. David declares in Psalm 19 that creation reveals the glory of the Lord. It's constantly preaching to us that God is real it's a real presence it's almost like true creation whenever you see the sun or the rain or feel the breeze or see the trees like God is saying to you I am here do not be afraid and the same is true of the Holy Spirit the Spirit of God is here also as a real presence because it is the Spirit of Yahweh so it's here as a real presence to dwell amongst his people, to let them know, I am with you. You do not need to be afraid. And that is why when Jesus worked, and, 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 I, and I joke sometimes and I say that the Gospels of Luke and John were written by, those are the more Pentecostal Gospels. Because both the Luke and the writer of John make us understand that the Holy Spirit is fully present and fully active in the life of Jesus. And we see in the life of Jesus that, you know, let's talk about the woman with the issue of blood, for example. She just reaches out and touches Jesus and power goes out of him. You know, the, the scripture tells us sometimes that the Holy Spirit was present to heal. 
and it's like the spirit of god identifies there's this woman with issue of blood who steps out in faith jesus is heading towards jairus's daughter's house but the spirit within him identifies that this woman needs her healing and power goes out it is the same way that when people touched the garments of jesus they received healing not because the cloth had healing power but because the spirit was present to heal and the holy spirit is still the same spirit he has the same heart of father and son which is that he dwells as a real presence with his people is the holy spirit is not just here just to tick a box we have the holy spirit that is why sometimes you know within some christian circles there's a there's a belief that you know the holy spirit is not not such a big deal everybody has the holy spirit christian or not because they quite don't they don't quite grasp the reality of the real presence of god the real presence of yahweh of jesus of the holy spirit that he's here amongst his people not just to sit down and smile but to be involved to get involved in our lives to let us know that God is for us we do not need to be afraid to let us know that Jesus is real and we can walk in that anointing and so in the same way that the power of the holy spirit moved in the old testament to reveal to God's people that God was present and moved in the life of Jesus to reveal to God's people that God was present he moved now in the life of the believer to be reveal to God's people that God is presence and this is a real and active presence so the holy spirit is here and he gets involved he wants to get involved in our conversations he wants to speak to us in the same way that Jesus wanted to speak to his disciples and Yahweh wanted to speak to his prophets the holy spirit wants to speak to the believer he wants to speak to us in the same way that God got involved in the needs of his people Israel in the same way Jesus got involved in the needs of the people around him the holy spirit wants to get involved in the needs of those around him because he is God he reveals to us the true nature of our God and of our Christ you see the problem that we have is i'm sick one for example of it in in the story of one of the stories that referenced earlier when Jesus comes down from the mount of transfiguration and he comes down and he sees that the other disciples that he didn't take up there with him they had been trying to cast out a demon from a boy and it wasn't happening it didn't work and they had the scribes there arguing and and I think about the scribes and I think the scribes are those who have the information but don't understand don't have the presence they have the information but they don't appreciate the real presence of god there are those who are constantly arguing and debating they they are the academics but they don't have the power of the holy spirit they exist in the reality of this world and not in the reality of the word of god 
and the scribes are there arguing against the disciples and the disciples are struggling to cast out these demons when Jesus had given to them the authority to cast out these demons but they don't see the reality of the words of Jesus in their lives and many times when we don't see the reality of the words of Jesus in our lives when we don't see the reality of this real presence of God in our lives a God that gets involved what we then are tempted to do is to become scribes that we then reimagine who God is we then create a God that is not the God of the scriptures we then create a different perception of God in our minds and we live outside of the reality of the word of God that's what we often do and that's why for so you know Toza would say said so many years ago and, and I think it's still true today that there are so many scribes but not enough prophets in the church so many who live within the reality of this world and just an academic head knowledge of God and not many who live within the reality of the word of God and a real presence of his spirit because what but what do the disciples do when they are unable to cast out this demon what do the disciples do whenever they are unable to understand something Jesus is doing or something Jesus is saying afterwards they come away and they are alone with Jesus and they ask him you know how come my reality isn't reflecting the reality of your word you know what how come how come it's not happening how come I don't understand when you said that I have been given a mind to understand how come I wasn't able to you know deal with that oppression when you say you have given me the authority to deal with that oppression they came away and and they asked him the question and Jesus provided the answers for them he he taught them he educated them he helped them come away from their doubts and unbeliefs and their struggles to be the people that he had called them to be because he's a real presence and you know we may criticize the disciples a lot about how often they journeyed with Christ but they couldn't understand and they couldn't grasp it and they but at least they were not so afraid that to fail that they were willing to try to live in the reality that God called them to live in through the power of his holy spirit even before pentecost at least they were they continued to put themselves out there when Jesus said go and heal the sick they went out when Jesus said go and cast out demons they went out when Jesus said go and get me that donkey they went out at least they constantly put themselves out there even though they didn't fully understand it they didn't fully grasp it and it was a, it's a challenge for me that because I know I am sometimes many times so afraid of failure so afraid of the scribes who will argue against my declaration of the real presence of Christ that I don't attempt to live out what I believe because I am afraid to fail but I'm challenged by the disciples and I'm challenged by this message from God today 
that his presence is a real presence and we must embrace it in faith and the holy spirit comes in power and he reveals himself that way because sometimes because just in the way as jesus is compassionate to thomas and allows thomas to see the nail piercings in his hand and the sword piercings in his side and god yahweh is compassionate to his people and sometimes he gives them physical evidence that his presence sometimes the spirit of god is gracious to us to help us to understand and acknowledge without doubt that he is with us and he is a real presence present so don't be afraid to fail and don't think that the god that you serve is present but not involved believe in the scriptures dwell in the reality of the word be a prophet not a scribe and embrace the real presence of the holy spirit in jesus name amen